Hey guys, would you like to start a three dudes private military company? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Let's go. We're kicking down this motherfucking door and we're doing that. Let's get into it. If there's anything that could be haunted, for sure that what? fucking chair's haunted. Then again, the internet always wins. The internet always wins. Searching around about uh, this dock I found. Let's be frank, there's piss on the floor. Was pulled out of power and he was murdered by firing squad. I'll start huffing pain. Three dudes in a dock. That's the one. That, that is what it's called. Okay, now that uh, we have that uh, figured out, we're going to start our own private military company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are we gonna stay with the three dudes? Uh, yeah, could thing? you imagine three dudes and a gun or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be sick! Yeah. Three dudes and one badge. Yeah, yeah. I've so always wanted would to you be, be a... like a general or no? I want to be like the detective. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If they, I don't know if there's art detectives in private military companies. They probably is. It's got to be like research no, guys. No, they're not spies. Spies what? are people that are paid by a government. Is that like? Yeah, is that true? official? Yeah. The CIA has spies, though. Which is a government. Uh, no. Hey, assets. <laughs> we yeah. call them assets. Spies are... Agents. CIA. Yeah. yeah, CIA is government agents. But they also agents. have, like, I guess, informants, but they're not spies. No, they're yeah. just Rats stupid are, people that they assets. take advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. They're just I, snitches. I, I just watched the movie Spy Game. I heard the they get oh, stitches. Okay. Mm. So good. Um, but yeah, so with the private military... Company, yeah, that's Shadow what I said, right? Company, mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say corporation, but I guess they are corporations. You could probably buy stocks in some of the companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blackwater, I'm sure. And how, if it how, existed anymore, yeah. Halliburton? I think they're called something different. Yeah, they changed to Acad- uh, Academy. Nice Academy oh. with an I on the end. Oh, nice. That's mm-hmm. a bullet. Yeah, yeah. So this week we watched a documentary called Shadow Company. Um, essentially, I thought it was going to be like denouncing um, PMCs. Pro- yeah, PMCs. Yeah. And it wasn't, but it wasn't promoting them either. No, it was very, very balanced. Yeah. yeah, it was very balanced. Yeah, I think realistically, like based on what it seems in the doc, like you kind of have to be a bit balanced about it because of like maybe military. I mean, that's potentially the wrong word for what some of these guys do, like private military company, maybe private... Um, Fucking like a fence company or like yeah. a, not a fence company, fencing. But I think um, a good point, the, do, uh, the director, first of all, let's actually get this out of the way. His, do you guys know how to say his last name? Nick, Nick's the director's last name. There's two directors. There's two directors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Bork yeah. is one. Is the Canadian. Is the Canadian. Yeah. And then uh, there's Nick. Uh, let me look up his name here. I got nothing. Why? B i c i a n i c something crazy European. Bitchinich. Yeah. What? Bitchinich. Bitchinich. I I swear to God. Yep. I, see, I would have said Bikanich or Bitchinich. Bikanich or something. Yeah. Bikanich. I uh, yeah. Bitchinich. Yeah. I listened to a CBC thing. He was on there. I think uh, in two thousand and six. Was he bitching? He was a pretty good interviewer. I mean, interviewee. Yeah. Yes. He's no, the guy he's who, did, who did all the interviews in the, in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. Wait, when did you say? 2006? 2006. Was he on Q? 
No. With G? He was out in Vancouver. I think he's based in Vancouver now. Oh, cool. Um, so he was on there uh, on the coast. Yeah, yeah. Morning show. Talking thing. about this doc? Mm-hmm. Oh, sick. Yeah, because it came out 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, okay. um, I think it was just on the circuit for him. Cool. No, but, I really like this, like how it was done and mm-hmm. like the style of it. And so I'm going to tell you, I have a- Please tell us. Somewhat personal connection with this. I mean, it's it's very like a lot of people have personal connections to this documentary. Do you mean like to Tyler, its production or to its content? No, Tyler was a to, child soldier. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have guessed that. Actually, yeah. to something that was talked about in the in the doc. Okay. Um, did you guys ever play the Soldier of Fortune video game? Uh, no. I think I kind of remember it, but like that was one of my fucking favorite games. Yeah. Um, in like when I was Young, so it came out in 2000. So I would have been uh, 15. Yeah, when it came out, and That's like prime. there was huge controversy when it came out because, like, it was the first video game where you could like shoot someone in the arm and it would blow their arm off, and oh, like, like extre- neato, extreme spaghetti, oh, yeah, extreme yeah. violence. Yeah, and you could blow half their head off, and oh, like, so cool. And so yeah, the guy. The one guy that they interviewed is yeah. John Mullins. Yeah. And he's the character in the game. Yeah. Right. So he, does he do the voice? I don't know if he does the voice too? or not. I think he just went to like, yeah, for Wait. like his story or like plot right. lines for some of the missions. Right. Yeah. So Which is, that's a crazy interview for like nerds to sit down with this guy and you're like, all right. So one time I was in Rwanda mm-hmm. and they're like, holy shit. But I mean, like he said, like video games and the movies don't really reflect what PMCs do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially nowadays. I think like this company that they were talked about, um, executive operations, like yeah. I think Execu- that, that was pretty it? close. Yeah. yeah. Executive or no executive operations. Yeah. yeah. That was uh-huh. the first one. Yeah. Like yeah. that was, that was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think back when there was kind of like literally like a, a wild west um, feeling right. to it all. Man, that would be yeah. fucking crazy. So after yeah. watching this, I went back and, and watched uh, like gameplay footage of people playing soldier fortune. Yeah. I, I was very nostalgic. Watching, oh, <laughs> watching well, that's this. cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I, when they started mentioning like video games and stuff and like they showed far cry stuff like that. Yeah. I was like soldier fortune. Fuck. Yeah. I remember this. That's so cool. I got looking it up. Apparently in BC it was, it was labeled pornographic, uh, Really? Movie? Yeah. Like oh, not wow. due to nudity, just due to adult content. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's so, like, it's like an exploitation film. <laughs> yeah. My parents probably bought that for me. I mean, wow. I worked at a movie theater, so I had my own money, but, uh, Man, I don't know if come I, so far as a society. Now you can get call of duty at Walmart. Yeah. That's fucking wicked. Well, I mean, I'm sure they bought this at EB games or yeah. wherever toys R us even maybe. Mm. Yeah, that's um, true. Do you feel like you, uh, could have been part of a PMC? Like you could have been a mercenary that ever interest you? I, I, I mean, yes and no. Like I really? never, I, oh, shit. I never had any, I never had any interest in joining the military. Um, you don't want to mm. kill like semi innocent people that probably just want freedom. No, yeah. but I mean like for all intents and purposes, like in, in Iraq right now, like that's a fucked up situation, mm. Afghanistan, Iraq. And mm-hmm. like, I don't think anyone wants to be there. Like some of these guys obviously do it because the money's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but like the Sierra, Sierra Leone stuff, like that kind of stuff, like, yeah, just like yeah. running convoys and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like I love to travel. I'll, I wouldn't mind getting paid good money to do it. Yeah. I suppose you got to carry a nine mil and some grenades. 
Yeah. So it just but heightens the travel a little bit. But like the Let me tell you about my African trip. <laughs> like the the letters that um um Gerard Butler reads mm-hmm. uh in that like mm-hmm. he describes the different countries and how the different uh um, mercenary soldiers are all outfitted and like yeah. the U S are you know, kind of like stereotypical U S like big brash cowboy type, like yeah. um, bald head, long goatee, yeah. Yeah. barbed wire tattoo around the bicep Ooh-ah, type of stuff. Yeah. But uh, that'd be funny yeah. if they like say it wrong. These they're, they're not quite Marines. So they, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> dollar store Marines, Jim, that's not the fucking saying we've talked about this. Gee, I'm not a Joe. fucking Marine, bro. Yeah, they just sing. Nah, 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 nah. Everyone's um, got pit vipers on. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, and then, like, the Italians all have guts and but jack slick arms and hair. slick yeah. back hair. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. Which, like, yeah, I wonder if the Italian military's always been like that. <laughs> just, like, tubby. The hair, for sure. The tubby yeah, is no. for sure. Yeah. Okay. But uh, those are static guards. But yeah, that was funny that they, uh, that was a funny scene Yeah, going through like the different countries and you could tell that like, oh, this guy's clearly an American, that dude's an Australian mm. and yeah. But yeah, any situation with mercenaries, I guess they don't really like to be called mercenaries, do they? I don't know. I, it, they're it always in like, like beyond fucking wild situations. So it's just yeah. like, like just your job is to go to a war zone and you're like, well, let's see what happens. Yeah. Like, like that's a lot. Oh, fuck. And again, it's like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, obviously like as kids growing up, you know, every kid plays like cops and robbers or, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Or like, mm-hmm. I used to love going and playing paintball in the woods and like, like hiding and like, mm-hmm. uh, so, and obviously that's not anywhere close to, really what uh no what this shit is at its core no but that but shit mean, is like as for kids and it's like training you it's formative yeah for yeah. sure i mean one of those guys they they showed pictures of him when he was a kid and he had like wooden tommy guns and shit yeah fucking around in his backyard with his friends Dude, I, mean, I did that shit like every day yeah yeah i mean so like what this isn't a question that really needs an answer but like what brings a person to actually take the steps needed to well, but i don't think nobody goes from you know everyday life to being uh, employed by a PMC, right? Like no, they have a stint sure, no. in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there's a certain type of person that joins the military. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to have a certain personality for it, um, especially infantry. Um, yeah. Like I know like there's tons of trades, you know, that have nothing to do with battle or anything like that. Just yeah. mechanics, well, stuff like that. But That's a big part of, I think what PMCs are nowadays is, and it's a strange, um, twist out of, but it, it, historically it's more on track than what they had talked about in the beginning, the last 400 years. Like that's been an, an anomaly, right? Um, having nationalistic servitude for the military. That's what, well, that's strange. Um, I don't know about Romans, like Roman soldiers and their infantry. It was probably just more like a, like the kind of like a private army. Cause like the Pope had armies, That's, that's but it wasn't true. for like, this is for fucking the Vatican. Like this is like, this is my army. I'm the Pope. Yeah. So I rule all this, sh- whatever I rule. Wherever I put my soldiers. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. yeah. So I think in, in that regard, um, different trades within the military nowadays, mm-hmm. 
uh, obviously exist, but private military companies, obviously outside of uh, like a state-run military operation, they can do food, they could do vehicles, they could do training, yeah, just like supplies, ammunition or weapons, <clears throat> clothing, like it, really anything, anything that can contract out themselves to the military to yeah. get something done, yeah. especially on site, like... I don't know, you're a welding company and they don't have enough welders. So you go, I mean like that's technically a private military company, right? Right. You're like a maybe subcategorized as private military supply company. So in that regard, like militaries, they sub out all of this work and that just, that, that seems to be maybe more on track with how things used to be because yeah. um, you can't just ask uh, a group of well, a whole village to dedicate themselves to the war back in like the 10th century because mm -hmm. they can't, they literally can't. That village would be, that'd be a, a broken village. It would fail. Yeah. You would have to just lift the whole thing up and you can't do that either because they didn't have the technology. So mm -hmm. like to see militaries now kind of be a little bit bare bones, like they're, they're price chopping themselves and giving it out to extra companies so that military action gets done, but they don't directly do it. It was Walmart, Amazon, and iTunes. They did the war, mm -hmm. technically. Like, we're America, we're in there, but I'm paying each one of these companies to do what I'm asking them to do to win the war. But, like, culpability then... There's yeah, zero you set it up like a corporation. You know Hands are fucking clean. Exactly. Yeah, dude. So like it's that's that's kind of weird and strange, but it helps you. Happens. It helps. It helps us sleep. You had a nice solid sleep. Yeah, it. It. I think psychologically, it reduces the impact of your presence. Yeah. over there. Like that, that South African guy said that that he's like Americans or people definitely don't want their sons and daughters to go die in some foreign country. Right. Yeah. So there's, there's a company that's willing to do it. Then like, yeah, fucking yeah, go. Exactly. Which I, well, I thought at that, I was like, yeah, but the people that are employed on your company are someone's sons and daughters. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's okay for them to get blown apart because they're getting an astronomical amount of money, which on the other hand is beyond fucked up that soldiers don't get paid shit. Yeah. I mean, $70,000 a year is not a bad wage. But like, but I guess for me, it's to have like lifelong I, fucked up shit yeah. happen to you. So well, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. I, I have a question. So let's use um, Blackwater, for instance, or, or Halliburton, one of those jobs. You get hired as a private uh, military contractor. Do you get health benefits? Because that, mm. that, that's a very risky yeah. job. I don't know. What are the health benefits? The breakdown, like, all right, if you get your arm blown off, we'll give you a hundred grand. Yeah. You got free dental. Yeah. So like, yeah. We'll like, give you new ears when the IED goes off. We talked about this before that, like, what is like, what is the cost of a human life? Um, I think we briefly talked about this. Yeah. GM figured it out. Exactly. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like they I forget what the number is, but yeah. It's like a million and some dollars. That seems kind of high, but I think like you might be the, right. The course of a lifetime, money earned, money spent. Yeah. Yeah. The difference being, um, so I had thought about this. I'm like, well, so there was a number flashed up on screen, a thousand bucks a day for like being in like a secondary position in a convoy, not vehicle wise, but like you're the passenger. Yeah. Well, there was a, a name for that position given by, uh, 
the narration. The narration is by is by Gerard Butler of James Ashcroft's. Yeah, um, he's reading letters. Letters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, James Ashcroft was a friend of uh, Nick Bichunich, the director, one of the directors. Um, um like a thousand bucks a day. Yeah. So this is worst case scenario, but it does obviously happen clearly. Um, so a thousand dollars a day to save your life. So say you survive, I'll give you a thousand dollars. That's one half of this equation I'm putting down. And the other half is that say you survive, but you kill five people. That's a thousand dollars for five lives that you have to choose to take. Maybe, like maybe it's instinctual at this point. Oh, it's probably like a thousand dollar base. And then if you get a couple, they give you like a couple like hundred a bucks. Christmas, you're like, <laughs> Christmas bonus. Yeah. Like a good baseball game. Like you did good today, kid. You're like, I just you killed think? six people. Why wouldn't it be? Cause it's a fucking job. I don't know. Like they, yeah, that's dude, your I'll, contract. These guys, when they're talking about like, I only take contracts that are ethical. And like, exactly. These guys have such dirty fucking money. That they're just like why even thinking to themselves or just justifying to themselves. Yeah. That so like I'm not of, an evil person. That's kind of where this is going. So like you get paid a thousand dollars a day uh, if you survive, and if you do survive and you happen to kill, say, five people because it was a bad day, that's two hundred bucks a life. So you're accepting a job that you could potentially kill, say, five people one day, mm-hmm. and you get a thousand dollars for it or more but it's probably not going to be a ton more. It's not going to be a thousand dollars a head. Maybe maybe your boss is feeling nice. It's a Friday. Okay. So call it six grand. They had a good quarter. A thousand dollar base pay plus a thousand dollars a head. If you should have to kill someone, (laughs) because I would hope that that's what it is. It's not like a fucking hunting tag. You don't get to kill these people. You have to. I mean, dude, the U S military literally handed out a deck of cards yeah, that was like these yeah, are the fifty-two true. guys. Like, go get the ace of spades. If you can kill them, kill them. No, so like, um, that puts a really uh, defined price point, and I guarantee you, it's not a thousand dollars a head. If there's even such a thing as pay per kill, yeah, I, no, I, was, I doubt it. But. I doubt it too. So like, so say you get a thousand dollars and you kill five people, that's two hundred bucks a head. Are you okay with pulling the trigger for two hundred bucks? Eh. Or even like you. Uh, get just a thousand dollars and you kill one person. So it's split between the two of you. Like you get to keep 500 and the other 500, like (laughs) in this strange hypothetical equation goes to the person you killed, Yeah, but you keep both. Well, I think those, some of those dudes in the 52 um, had like prices on their head. Yeah. I mean like this is a really common concept. It's a, it's a bounce. So like, I guess like a U.S. soldier go gets, I don't know. I think it was just like Taliban guys or like dudes that were close to Osama bin Laden. Clearly in this, this doc, they talk pretty fairly about how mercenaries were, but now how they are. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult to tell. Um, Sometimes if there's no work, you just uh, fuck with shit and you pillage around until there is work or until someone pays you to fuck off. It's like a weird kind of sanctioned mafia. Yeah. It's just a different word. We're going to rape and pillage this town unless you give us some money. Exactly. So in, in that sense, I don't know. Like, is it, is it fair to do this job if that's what you're accepting to do? Because I don't think that the military is a great job anyways. I think that that's basically just a, a nationalistic, it's a patriotic hired gun. Yeah. You're a mercenary, but strangely it feels different 
this is something that I thought about too, that getting. So just on that note, before you finish that. So like a national military job was, is basically you're fighting for political or ideology. Whereas Mm -hmm. a private military company, you're fighting for profit only. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that like, so that's precisely where this was going. Is that Mm -hmm. not, doesn't that feel different? It feels a little bit less respectable. Like there's less honor there. If I'm out on the battlefield, say the three of us are in a, in a platoon and Mm -hmm. we're fucking on the grassy fields of Scotland and the Norse are coming down and the three of us are doing this because we don't want England to fucking fall. And the Norse are doing that because they want to take England for whatever reason, for personal profit, but maybe it's for the glory of their fucking gods. Well, if we were Scottish, we wouldn't give a shit. We'd be like, there you go, guys. Take, take England. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, we'll do it with you. Let's roll. So like in, in that sense, there's this group of people who truly believe in what they're fighting for and what they're fighting for is their land, their culture, traditions, and futures. And then there's this other group that's doing the exact same thing. So when you meet on the battlefield, you're on even terms. You mm-hmm. both are fighting for honor, glory, love, respect, land, loyalty in the future. But this is different. At least so like if I'm on the battlefield and I'm fighting for ideology or nationalism for like the the patriotic and uh, feeling of fighting for France. And I know that there's an English battalion coming in hundred percent mercenaries, Mm -hmm. thousand versus a thousand. But those thousand guys don't give a shit about my life if they take it because they're just getting paid at the end of the day. When I die, my death to them isn't real, honorable, respectable combat. They just went to did a job. They they're just doing a job. It'd be like someone coming in and like landscaping your front yard because they were just, they know that they're good at this. And they're like, fuck man. Like I want everyone's yard to look really good. Mm -hmm. They do it for love or ideology. And then you have someone who will come in and landscape for you. But then they ask you for a thousand dollars. You're like, well, what the fuck? Like I would far first, I would respect first the person who did it out of ideology. Strangely enough. Yeah. Sometimes ideology is bad, but it just feels different knowing that there's a paid group of killers versus a group of killers who really believe in killing. So (laughs) it's weirdly different. The one thing I'll kind of ties into that. Um, They interview the guy who was part of the Rhodesian army. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. And then obviously um, Rhodesia doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, But he was the helicopter pilot. So they asked him, I think it was right at the very end. I don't know if it was part of the credits or Mm -hmm. uh, just before the credits started rolling. But they asked him, like, oh, why wouldn't you fly, like, civilian helicopters? He's like, it's not exciting. Yeah. Because war is the ultimate game. Like, it is a game that is exciting all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, he doesn't want to drive or fly Joe Blow from mm-hmm. point A to point B, go up, touch down, and, and be done with his job. <laughs> That's yeah. a destructive personality yeah. right there. Yeah, like that. I wonder but, if that guy was, like, the, the dude in the... Ken Burns Vietnam doc that was like, man, it's a fucked up feeling to be 18 and realize that you're good at war. So this guy's just flying his helicopter around and like, mm. man, this fucked up that I quite enjoy this. This is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so like, holy shit. That was his justification why he's a private military contractor. Yeah. He doesn't want to just drive, Damn. fly a, her- a helicopter. He wants to fly a helicopter in a war zone. Yeah. 
which and when he employs people, he said he'll go with them. So I'm like, fuck yeah, boss well, man. I think let's roll. You have to like. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, there's Alan C- Bell didn't. No, uh, yeah, the CEO of that uh, Toronto-based Globrisk International. Yeah. So oh, yeah, he, no. he, he's Canadian. Can't be, he can't be everywhere at once. No, sorry, he's British. British, oh, uh, right? But, but the, the company, company is Canadian. Yeah, Globrisk. Nice. Are they still a Canadian uh, company? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. I was on their website on Friday. They do like <laughs> yeah. cool. Did you fill out a proposal no to get way. an army? Nope. I'm not nearly important enough. Oh. You have to call for an estimate. They don't have price. List. Really? Yeah. What defunct uh, dictator I, are you? <laughs> I want to know how that call. If you would like to take over a nation, yeah. press one. Exactly. Was your great grandfather? Yeah. I feel like phone calls king? like that. You don't have to make like yeah. if somehow Jeff Bezos was like, ah, I kind of feel like uh, taking over that cobalt mine in Africa. You'd be yeah. like, oh, Okay, let's just go fly let's on go, top Jeffrey. of the building that Globrisk International operates yeah. out of. But yeah, no. he just sends an open email. <laughs> I, I, but I think that's a hilarious concept. Like, yeah, call for an estimate again. Hey, like, what like the said, fuck? Like, if you'd like to take over a failed nation state, press one. <laughs> if you'd like to have a private security detail, press two. Yeah, on that fucking. If you know the extension analysis the breakdown, there's got to be a line for like human death. Mm. But it's like some weird, like collateral damage, but in said in a way that you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, well, oh, that's humans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I just go back to like when you do like a real estate deal, like your lawyer gives you like the invoice. Yeah. Everything is like paper clips. Like, yeah. like, so you get your invoice from Globe Risk. 48,000 like, rounds. Yeah. <laughs> Ammunition times 200,000. <laughs> Small rocket fire. Yeah. Grenades. 50. <laughs> there was a couple of weird categories on their website. At least there was like uh, kidnapping and ransom what? training. Is that also- to like kidnap and ransom someone or no, I so wasn't like- about to call for an essay. Yeah. I don't know. We should call them. Yeah. No. <laughs> Cause uh, they, they keep lists. How They're much lists is it to kidnap the prime minister? And They're like, what like, did you just say? So like that kidnapping and, and like it's for like, I know, you know, there's oil companies that send yeah. people down to Venezuela where kidnapping yeah. is very prevalent. Yes. Um, but like baseball players, man, like there's yeah. a lot of um, South American baseball players whose families get kidnapped and held yeah. for ransom because they know oh, yeah. these guys are millionaires Yeah, and they yeah. are going to pay the ransom to get their family back. But I, I think that kidnapping and ransom training is, is more for corporations Mm-hmm. Yeah, send their, yeah, their people representatives down. I, I mean, like this is a strange shift though, that I, I see not on my own. Obviously I've, I've read a lot about this uh, in the last four days, <laughs> but expert, um, the like mercenaries used to be for religions or like religious leaders or yeah. national leaders. Like you would have a small standing army. If that, um, you would really just have a town. And if you were, um, engaged with war with any kind of notice, you would try and rally. Yeah. And it would take a while to like build up your shit. It would. And they're not trained. No one wants to fight. So you would hire someone who is trained and does want to fight and is already equipped. And that's, I think partly where the term company comes from that they're like small generals or chieftains of these, this band of warriors, mercenaries, and you would just hire them based on what they asked for. You negotiate at a price. But that was restricted for like uh, kings, kings and religious leaders. Let's mm-hmm. just leave it at that. And then it shifted. And now um, just every, like a lot more people are rich, which is strange. But yeah. right, this isn't like uh, 
I own a Max Milk or two rich. This is like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, but it's it's no different than like the Pope's private army. It's like Coca Cola's got a fucking small standing army. No, but there's only one Pope. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that uh, his name is Robert Young Pelton. He said at the very end of the talk was uh, using violence to keep people in business where people in the area don't want them in business. Coca-Cola mm-hmm. hires a fucking PMC, Globe Risk International, to protect their operations in Congo because there's gum trees there that are pure and untapped. I don't know. I don't know the industry, but this is something that happens now. Mm-hmm. Like you could sort of potentially start a fucking war oh, just yeah. because you paid for the soldiers to go and not do war, not even be combative just mm-hmm. as security. But now we have wars for resources. So it's just, and like nations rarely want resources. Cause like no oil company, I think that operates in, Mesopotamia area, like Iraq, Afghanistan, um, like Syria. Yeah. Anyways, Kyrgyzstan, they like no oil company. There is, uh, like a national U S company. It's not a department. It's not the oil department. It's a company that is simply American Mm -hmm. and they've got major ties through contracts that they're lucrative enough to justify what they do with the U S military and, government in general to do what they do, but they can't have the U S military in there because now it's a military operation. So they hire triple canopy or Blackwater yeah. or G4S security. Cause they've had some fucking bad shit happen with them. Did you guys like G4S like oh, yeah. local security company around here? I, ha- I have a buddy that used to work for G4S. Yeah. Just like, yeah, just doing general security. They at one point were a PMC. Sick. Yeah. Where were they PMC in? Um, pretty much everywhere. Nice. Like, it wasn't exactly called G4S Security. It was uh, purchased by a company called Securicore, which was yeah. English. And then. Well, that doesn't so sound sketchy. I, I, I think I worked for Securicore. Really? Yeah. See? I, I worked, Fucking child soldier. I told you. I worked for a security company um, in Ottawa doing security at the Royal Ottawa Hospital, like the, oh, okay. uh, the mental facility. Right. Uh, and I, I think that was Securicore or was it Securitas? I can't remember. I don't but. know. I don't know when Securicore um, went. I don't think that they're around anymore. I kind of think that they changed names again. But anyways, um, so at like a, a company like that, um, it just, it, it makes me wonder um, how justified that is. Because private military companies, sure, to protect like UNICEF workers or NATO operations or like a a genuinely uh, progressive and good natured company, Mm -hmm. but like Coca-Cola, no, you don't get to use private military companies because that's kind of fucking weird because Coca-Cola doesn't do anything except make a Bro, Monsanto's fucking hired Blackwater. Right. So that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole thing like Banana Republic is like, oh fuck, that's, it's going to happen. Oh, like, fuck. Mercenaries so, exist yeah. just like as an emergent property of people. Are you okay? Like, so say Coca-Cola started out their own division. Coca-Cola Real quick, Security I just want to say that like I need, <laughs> I think kids. we need to stop ripping on the great corporation of Coca-Cola because I love Coca-Cola. So, Unless they're going to so pay I. for us. We can no. continue. <laughs> um, but like, so instead of hiring out 
this company if they created their Coca-Cola security division. Right. Coke oh heads. man. Yeah. 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 Um, would that be more like, cause obviously, no. like, but I mean, <laughs> that'd be awesome. A corporation should have the right to defend, like if they're in operation. So that's like, so say you go to the grocery store and you start throwing Molotov cocktails at the grocery store. Do they have a right to defend themselves? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But <laughs> so, but like, so, I want the grocery store to be there though. Right. But, but so, like, okay. <laughs> so, so let's, let's not use the grocery store as an example. So, um, there's Let's a, use uh, Coca-Cola in Rhodesia. No, for sure. And, and I, and I completely agree that Coke's track record and like Nestle stuff like that. There are places where people don't hey, want Nestle them. Nestle said they didn't know where their Coca came from. And it just so happened that it might have been from slaves. It just made its way yeah. into the factory. I don't know. No, we I, don't know. I, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I but know. why? <laughs> but like, because I, the devil was involved. But oh, as, yeah. as a as a corporation, like it just doesn't make sense to to set up somewhere and then have your um, company complete like like have your assets just fucked. Yeah, so, attacked okay. all the time. Yeah, fine. But is it fair for Coca Cola to set up somewhere where guaranteed they're going to be attacked and their assets will be destroyed? If they're not playing fair in the country. See, and I think that is a bigger hit on the country's government. Why? Because the government shouldn't allow them. That yeah, but Coca-Cola has enough money that they have more money than a government. So it's kind of fucked up to be like, oh, government, why didn't you see this coming? Not only that, but as a company and Coca-Cola's a good example. Nestle's another one. Monsanto's is another one. Fucking I'll say Nestle first next time, but Coca-Cola will that be on the list. fucking little rabbit. He rips people off all the time. McDonald's. Is that Playboy? No, the uh, Nesquik. The Nesquik oh. rabbit. <laughs> Oh, so um, I just like if if that's the case, if Coke um, doesn't want rebellion against their presence in a country that they're utilizing and partnering for a resource, um, if they're not uh, treating the locals and the land very fair. I get that. Then like, (laughs) fuck you. Leave. Like, why, why do you insist on doing business unfairly? Like if you, I know that it's going to make Nestle products 17 times more expensive, but then I, as a consumer have to be like, am I actually willing to pay $25 for a bottle of Coke? Because it's truly fairly made. Right. Plastic is like local, not locally sourced, but like it's um, like, we don't want that (laughs) recycled. No, (laughs) Uh, like locally recycled. Like it's, it's efficiently run it's yeah. uh, like ethically sourced everything everyone that has anything to do with coke is paid really well yeah because it's that's just what you have to do i'm not gonna buy coke i just i might once in a while but coke's gonna have to take a hit but coke's not willing to take a hit because they're a huge fucking company and they have margins and quotas that are imaginative there's no objective universal body that says to the humans that run Coca-Cola and to the legal team that backs it, you have to meet X, Y, Z by the end of 2021. It no, that's the shareholders. Yeah. It doesn't exist. And this is a small part of it, but like, I don't, I don't think that that's fair. Like Coca-Cola should not be able to develop a security force that could endanger the locals Man. with true military force. I right. think, I think if they shouldn't, they shouldn't be there in the first place. Yes. Yeah. I think it'd be sick if they had their own private military and then they dressed up like 
the coat colors. Mm. So they were like bright red and white. Yeah. That'd be fun. And they just had super soakers filled with Coke spray in their eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh God. It's I'm going to shoot your teeth and in 20 years you're fucked. Yeah. This is a long game. Yeah. yeah. So like in that sense, it, it makes me nervous to know that private military companies are making a resurgence and all you have to do is pay for it. Yeah. So yeah. I could contact Securacore or fucking Globe Risk International and say, Hey, I'm Coca-Cola. I'm having some huge problems at my factory in fucking like the Dominican Republic and yeah. I need some security training down there and maybe even personnel. Can you do that? And you think say, um, so? Yeah, I can do that. So let me, now you've got yourself a fucking war. Yeah. Let me play the other side of the coin a little bit. So, um, I know like there's like the Darlington power plant, uh, mm. uh here it's a couple mm. hours down the highway. Um, they have their own private security force, um, fully militarized, uh, automatic rifles. Oh. Um, Shit. Set up for security. That's a, a security risk because it's a nuclear power plant. Well, because yeah. like someone could do some serious, like if you set off bombs inside that yeah. facility, like that's a no go. You're not smart yeah. enough as someone who's willing to set off bombs in a guerrilla warfare operation to know what happens to that power plant. Yeah. Like you're risking a lot more yeah. than bombing up a fucking sugar factory. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, sugar is flammable though. Now this power plant is a private company. Now it's Ontario power generation, um, that owns it. So how can we say it's okay for them to have this private security force, but not Coca-Cola because they, and I get, and I get the ethics of it hundred percent. Well, maybe not, but like, so they're not encroaching on the locals. Yes. It's a private right. company. Yes. They have a security force, but we want them there. Right. That. Power would the percentage of uh, like majority want them there because I'm well, sure people that are like, yeah. yeah of course there is there's like yeah. anti nuclear protesters around all the time dude so I wonder what do you think like this is the Chinese PMCs are they're Chinese government soldiers yeah I guess no such so. thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> they would just be absorbed into the military I guess yeah but so something like the difference between Ontario power generation and Coca-Cola is that most of the fucking places Coca-Cola yeah. is they don't pay fair and they destroy their local environments right there's like deforestation there's slavery there's essentially slavery there's land occupation and yeah. then local pressure uh, economic pressure put on those villages that surround the region um that uh, just it it kind of fucks the local economy because what if Coke saps the local environment of what they were there for and then they leave? That's which I'm sure they have regions where they've done that. Hundred percent, there yeah, are companies like way other, smaller than Coke that do this. Yeah, this happened to my dad's company in fucking Kingston. They left and went down to Watertown because it was cheaper not to have to cross the border. Yeah, that was like like 150 people that didn't have a job. But now think of Coca Cola in a company like Brazil. And yeah. they like close the factory. Like that's thousands of jobs that first of all, you pressured your way into, you didn't treat the people fairly while you existed. And then you just back the fuck out, leaving a giant vacuum of power and poverty. Yeah. This is essentially what's happening with Afghanistan. Like we went in there. We really probably shouldn't have. We didn't play fair while we were there. And then we just leave the fucking thing. And not alone. know like the area. Yeah. Exactly. So like you employ the locals, you exploit them, and then you fuck them when you leave. This hmm. is not okay. And I don't think a company like Coca-Cola, Nestle, Monsanto's, fucking Tesla, Starlink, Amazon, anywhere, nothing like that, should have the right to do 
those sorts of business practices that necessitate hiring a PMC. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you just, if you're really transparent and open, you probably don't need one because you're playing fair and the locals are like, this is fucking awesome. Well, I hate yeah. Coke, but like- There's someone on the board that's like, maybe we don't need the private military. Like, get the fuck out. Exactly. Get the fuck well, out of here. It's, it's <laughs> just, you'll have to cut your margins way, way thinner. Well, and that leads and that's me- That's not okay. That leads me to the next one. Like legally, like there's no- I mean, there is like, there's the UN, um, but there's really no like international law. Yeah, fuck. You go to some back, sure there but, is. no, but that would but stop. some back fuck country that you're like, we could do whatever. And yeah. then it'll take 20 years for them to catch up. So fuck it. There's no international law that would stop Coke from exploiting people. Um, it's the, no, it's exactly. It's their personal choices. Coke right. needs to not choose to be an asshole, but, but maybe Coke not. aside, maybe they're like, changing, like man. not, not talking about Coke, but like, Company ABC, mm. um, you know, there's nothing stopping them. Which, in, in same turn, there's nothing stopping these PMCs. Like the one guy said, we have twenty thousand private military contractors in Iraq right now. We either got lucky and we picked the perfect twenty thousand people that have never done anything wrong, mm-hmm. or we have a real problem and we know which one it is. Yeah, I think like, it's twenty so, great guys. <laughs> So yeah, you you have these private military contractors that really commit war atrocities sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that never get prosecuted. That never get. So are the, you saying like, why don't we just regulate them harder? Why don't we regulate? Yeah, like, like there, there needs to be some kind. Of, How the fuck well, would you do that? No, well, I I understand that, but there there has really to not be, that complicated. Yeah, there has to be some kind of oversight for I'm not saying. not only PMCs but companies like. Coke, Nestle, and stuff like that. Yeah. That don't let people be exploited in well, countries. So there definitely are. They're yeah. just not used. Yeah. And they're not employed because or deployed because it doesn't produce good profits. So yeah. Like, it's easier to just have a third party company do shady shit. Well, it's like, not that. I didn't know it's they were doing like, that. So they said that um, PMCs can't be prosecuted under Iraqi law. They are done under the U.S. law. But if the U.S. chooses to fucking beat around the bush and pussyfoot this case, yeah. if there's a case, which clearly with 20,000 contractors in there, they're not all angels, there's going to be one. Yeah. Fucking Abu Ghraib. Like, there's plenty of uh, examples and opportunities to enact the law that probably is in place. And this is where it gets to your question. Internationally, if I choose to do business in fucking Syria and I exploit the people and I fuck them around... Canada has an obligation because I operate as a Canadian company simply in Syria to uphold the law against its citizens globally Mm -hmm. and internationally. But as an international law body, there absolutely is. Um, It's the Hague. Yeah. So like, this is where uh, the guys from the act of killing. Yeah. uh, It was, what was that? That wasn't Indonesia. No, it was uh, Malaysia. Malaysia. That. This is where they were going to be prosecuted. So, like, there is there's an international law body yeah. that we sign into as a country. Mm-hmm. We elect a leader to voice our opinion of the people, and that leader goes to or does not go to this international body and says, this, I think, is a good list of rules that we can legally set down about law, and I will follow them, and I will make sure my citizens follow them inside and outside of Canada, that there's probably no need for a law in Canada to prohibit war crimes, 
because there's an international law that does that. It's kind of strange to think about Canada having specific Canadian laws that say in the boundaries right. of Canada, the law is no war crimes. Oh, shit. Well, it's, well, it's probably international. Like yeah. This is an international governing jurisprudential body that would put these things down on paper. And France, Germany, Austria, Canada, the States, Japan, Russia, maybe. the like These sorts of countries, like the countries that we all know and love, they would sign into this and they would agree as members that this law is one that we will uphold worldwide. Right. So there is something like that, but it doesn't, it doesn't provide like high thick profit margins for Coca-Cola, Nestle, Monsanto's Starlink and Amazon to actually be prosecuted with them. Cause as a Canadian Amazon company or as uh, like that Canadian security vehicle modification company that was selling vehicles to, I think it was Saudi Arabia. It's not in Canada's interest to prosecute these people, even if the law stands. So the difference between these things is de facto, which I think is a term that we're all familiar with. That means that literally what is happening mm -hmm. is the case. That is what is happening. This is a legal term. And then there's de jures, which is by the law. The law says, no, don't exploit the people and literally use slave labor to mm -hmm. produce Nike shoes. De facto, I'm going to fucking do it because it's cheaper. Yeah. I sell the shoes more and Canada gets a way larger cut because I sell a billion pairs of shoes instead of a million pairs of shoes. And they get the tax on the million. Canada's more yeah. interested in that because they have a hard time pushing taxes on their citizens. So I think to answer your question, it's easily regulatable. The governing body exists. They just don't do it. Nationally and internationally, they just don't do it because it doesn't make any sense. And yeah. it's racist. We don't do this to ourselves. Some people do. We saw this in Gasland with the natural gas fracking. Some yeah. people do. They yeah. do fuck themselves because now it's classist, not racist. But for the most part, international business relations are super racist. Like we wouldn't steal cobalt from Africa uh, to produce our electric vehicles uh, if um, <laughs> we, we didn't want to. Yeah. Like we want it. Yeah, we don't want to have to pay for it because yeah. they're expensive enough already. Yeah, there's a gnarly history. So we well, just we just steal it, and, and that's kind of like the the story of um, Tim. I uh, uh, can't remember his last name. He, he's the CEO of uh, one of these PMCs. Oh, Tim Spicer. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, basically, you know, well, I guess this was before Tim Spicer. Basically, Margaret Thatcher's son, Mark Thatcher. Mark yeah. Thatcher was part of this, and bunch of uh, aristocrats in the UK thought, well, you know what? We need to take out this um, leader in Africa. Um, this would have been Equatorial Guinea. Yeah, Equatorial Guinea. After the Falklands War too. So they were feeling all Britishy yeah. and uppity and imperial. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so anyways, yeah. So he puts together this kind of like band of mercenaries <laughs> and A goes fucked and up get British it. action movie. Yeah. yeah. But, and they weren't all British. Like there was... Um, other nationalities there as well and decide that they're going to go in and, and remove this leader <laughs> and they all get caught and all jailed and they're all in prison now and probably not going to get out. Cause yeah. Yeah. He's no like, fuck no, you're not. Like, yeah, fuck you're going to yeah. stay right here. I wonder uh, if any of those guys are still alive or still incarcerated. So did Mark Thatcher get incarcerated or I don't know. Cause I saw it like they arrested him. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I would assume so. I yeah. mean, his mom would have pulled some strings to get him out. Probably. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That would have been too obvious. Whoa. But dude, wow, yeah. Like if Donald she was Trump- no one to be in like a hard ass lady. So like fuck, mm-hmm. I don't know. And yeah. and she was yeah, maybe. Dude, she was the one that like the Falklands. Yeah, she, they were like, fuck you, Argentina. Mm-hmm. We're going to war. And Argentina's like, all right, cool. After two weeks, like you blew up half of our shit. Yeah, you guys win. You have this stupid fucking island. Hmm. That is literally right there, and England is over the fuck there, but yeah. for some reason, yeah, you can have it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That'd be wild. Yeah, it just. I think that it's it's not in anyone's interest to not in anyone in the Western world's yeah. interest to prohibit this kind of thing from happening. But you don't really yeah. hear about them anymore, though. But I guess the next major, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I, what I, was I, like I, a crazy incident of them? relatively recently. Well, I don't, I don't think there are really any crazy incidents. Like nobody talks about, like, I mean, I remember 10 years ago, all you ever heard of was Halliburton. Yeah. And, uh, and Blackwater. Dude, like I remember that, being, that was going every to, other news story. Going to Rochester for a BMX contest once. And we drove past, I think it was a Lockheed Martin factory. Mm. So like a fucking missile factory. Yeah. It was creepy just driving by it. And I was like, Oh man, in that building, they make missiles that like blow Middle Eastern kids apart. Like, yeah. this but is fucked up. Maybe they, work they in just their... make planes. Mm, this was a giant <laughs> building, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Those planes carry the bombs that yeah. the plant in Virginia. No, we just make the fuel that goes in the bomb. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. We're six steps removed, so it's cool. Yeah. And, but So it's really strange, though, because then it, you can divide this contention even further of that, like, should PMCs even exist? Because there are good ones and bad ones. There's Blackwater and there's fucking Globrisk International. Mm-hmm. Bad and then good. Um, but so there's probably good people in Blackwater. Oh, 100%. There's, well, there's probably bad people at Globrisk International. Yeah. Even yeah. like they vet as hard as they can, but this was an issue that G4S had. Uh, do you guys remember the shooting in Florida at Pulse Nightclub? Yeah. yeah. That guy was from G4S Security. Really? He killed 41 people with yeah. an assault rifle. Yeah. So like, eh, I don't know the vetting process I, on these kinds But of I don't things. think like he wasn't part of the PMC side of it. Like I think no. he was just a security guard. No, right? He was just security. Yeah. But it like, was Florida, wasn't it? It yeah. was in Florida. Well, there you go. I rest my case. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so stuff like that though. Like, so there are, there are good people in Blackwater and there are bad people in Globrisk. Well, so the one story in there where he talks about, you know, there's exactly. people there, you know, the guy said, Oh yeah, I, I took, I shot uh, a surgeon two bullets to the chest as they're going 70 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like, those people are just there for the glory. Like they, yeah. they're not there for good reasons. They're yeah. there. He's a make, risk. They're there to be Rambo. Yeah. That's a gnarly thing yeah. to glorify, like killing someone. It super duper is. Yeah. And not oh. to, not to bring this into like a, a weird place, but please do. Well, like a contemporaneous weird place. Uh, do you guys know about Kyle Rittenhouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching his test of, uh, uh, testimony the other day. Oh his man, fate, his fake crying. He testified. So, he didn't just blubber. Is that the yeah. kid who like shot a bunch of people? Yeah, shot, Dude, shot, shot so to fucking, an injured a third. There's a celebrity that like endorsed that kid. Whatever. Well, oh, I'm man. sure there's lots My of celebrities. Ricky, you know who Ricky Schroeder is? No, not. No. Oh, okay. I, I know the name, but yeah. He, he's a little out there. He has the same birthday as me. Oh, okay. So I was, <laughs> I thought he was cool. And then, yeah, <laughs> he just saw that he endorsed this crazy fuck. And I was like, oh, God damn, but, Ricky. So people like Kyle Rittenhouse are some like, and again, you don't want to paint everyone with the same brush, but no. there's some of the people who get out of the military, don't know what to do. They have this kind of like mindset ingrained in them and they want to go back 
um, and, and be um, in the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, so another example, I watched, um, the movie, um, uh, Richard Jewell the other day. Okay. Uh, he was a security guard. Weird. My buddy uh, just told me about this. He was a security guard during the Atlanta uh, Olympics in 96. He's the one who found that was a year. Yeah. Found the bomb, um, that oh. went off at the concert. He, was he a white guy? Yeah. yeah. Like kind of a bigger guy yeah. mustache. Yeah. I saw a, a thing for this. Yeah. yeah. So the trailer for it's super good. Yeah. Really good movie, um, but he That's was he was security guard that found the bomb and alerted everyone. Right, um, saved he would saved hundreds of people's lives. Right, but he was accused of yeah being the one because too. he was like the he fit the profile. He was kind of a loner. Right, lived with his mom. Uh, he was obsessed with policing and military and yeah. and all this stuff. And yeah. and everyone's like, oh, he he's like the hero. Like, yeah, he has this hero complex where he wants to be the one that saves everyone, everyone's lives. So he planted the bomb, right. which in turn, they found it's like an should. arsonist firefighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and they make that connection in the, in the movie. Um, but yeah, yeah. so uh, that's the same thing with Kyle Rittenhouse. It's like he, this gun nut that felt like he had a duty to protect um, these businesses when yeah. he didn't even live in the state that it was happening. Yeah. He crossed state lines with his weapon. Um, that's gotta be like crazy illegal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I was just going to make the point that, um, you like him? Someone in Kyle Rittenhouse's position, like he represents a demographic of America. Sure. I think that I can make that broad stroke, but, uh, it, in his case, I don't know the details. My fucking coworkers watching this thing and he will not stop talking about it. So I tertiarily, uh, have some information on this. He's pro Kyle. <laughs> yes. Kyle. That means he is Tyler. And I like this. <laughs> he shouldn't. <laughs> uh, Kyle, Why not? Cause it's ridiculous. One of the protesters that Kyle was engaged with hit him with a skateboard. Um, uh, board or truck wheel. What part? Truck. You, you ever seen a skateboarder swing without using the trucks? Yeah, but maybe he got no. like the <laughs> like the piece of wood, not maybe. the hardened piece of metal. So that's gnar. That makes this worse because I have gathered that Kyle was hit with a skateboard and that really fucking pissed him off. So this is a kid who is a fucking smooth brain, smooth little kid. He's 17 years old, never got in a fucking fight in his life, never got hurt, doesn't understand pain. He only understands inflicting it. And he just got truck fucked. Visually, and then he gets truck fucked. So like oh, you Oh man, that would hurt so much. Like demographically, this kid grew up playing fucking Call of Duty. Uh, what's the other one? Tom Tom Clancy games yeah. or like, how old shit. are you? You just know. went from being fifteen to like eighty six. <laughs> like what are those video game things they play? I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. You're the one that's twenty. You tell us. I think they call them video games. Video games. You playing these fucking video games? Man, and when I used electricity, <laughs> it blew my mind to turn a light bulb on. So, Kyle Rittenhouse grows up playing video games, pretending to be a mercenary, and then he goes out and tries to pretend. Because yeah. uh, he's not one. Oh, I just got Tony Hawked, bro. And then he gets hit for the first time. And he has this crazy fucking powerful gun that really no one needs, uh, except maybe an actual PMC um, See, employee. If I'm Kyle's attorney, that's CTE from that skateboard. So from then on, he, didn't know, he didn't know what he was doing. CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Chronic 
<laughs> traumatic. <laughs> so two hits. It requires two truck fucks to get CTE certification. Yeah, and disregard the point up to that where he had the automatic rifle in the situation. Yes, he that has that nothing to do with him. Nope. Dispensing the bullets because if he didn't get hit in the head. He wouldn't have dispensed the bullets. No. He looked at it before and it meant something. Yeah. And then he looked He's at like, it again. Should after. I put the blanks in He's or like, the real yeah. ones? Yeah. He thought about it differently. Anyway, so what I'm saying <laughs> is that like Rittenhouse represents a demographic of America that grew up in violent video games. Yeah. And they don't understand because life is very safe for them now what it means to get hurt. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, that means you don't understand what it means to really hurt someone. Mm -hmm. Or see it. Or see it. So yeah. like you get hit. And you just like, you're an animal, like you're a human fucking animal. Yeah. And I think that a lot of fucking kids forget about this. So like this fucking bald prepubescent ape with a gun gets hit by a fucking skateboard. And if it's not with the trucks and he did get hit with the board, you're even more of a bitch. So you wait, get who is the person swinging Rittenhouse? Oh, okay. Well, maybe the person swinging should work. Maybe like, have you ever had like sandpaper rub against your face though that could hurt so you get some grip tape upside the head oh no that's a crazy <laughs> so like this is what i'm saying is that like someone in kyle rittenhouse's position grows up with this like this society this culture of violence and punitive violence yeah but never actualizing it so you aren't uh like an israeli fucking soldier that was a bad example you're not why not they see violence for sure no they don't they see universities. Israeli soldiers? No. Depending on where they are. That's why I said it was a bad example, because I can't defend it. But it's it's not a part of this point anyways. So like What is your point? Let him let him make it. It has it has nah. been a long time coming. Um I think that there's just there's a an example sitting in front of us right now in Rittenhouse saying that PMCs and the like, there are people who really are good at their jobs. And then there are people who say that they can shoot an insurgent with two shots to the chest without missing a round at mm -hmm. 80 miles an hour at the side of a vehicle perpendicular to it. It's like direction of travel. You're a fucking liar. You're out there for the glory. You're not a real person. Get the fuck out of here because you're a liability and you just, you're not real like you're not there for the right reason you're there to be john rambo i think rittenhouse is a fucking rambo mm -hmm. oh yeah, yeah 100%, just, maybe yeah. i should have just said that holy christ i'm sorry people no, uh, just, no oh, that was fun i think it's a funny thing to think that he got hit in the head and that's where he went wrong but <laughs> but like but, they just they don't understand the situations that they put no 100 which which i find crazy because i grew up with it's a fantasy with, you know like i said playing soldier of fortune mm -hmm. more like the most violent video game of its time. Mm -hmm. And like, not once have I decided, I was like, you know what? I would like, and when I said, yeah, like before, when you asked like, would you be a, a PMC or a private mm -hmm. military contractor? I was, well, yes. And no, like if I could just go there, hold a gun and not have to worry about shooting anyone, hundred yeah. percent, I would do it just to travel around. Yeah. Like, like seeing, but if I knew I was going to a war zone, yeah. fuck no, yeah. like that, that's not, the place I want to be. I, I don't want that kind of glory. So like and, not to fucking drag ourselves yeah. back into the Rittenhouse schmozzle, but like, I think you really like him. Did he like just walk around his community with a backpack of medical supplies and like offered it to anyone anytime because it's something he ideologically lives through. Like he, he lives his life through. This no, his, his mom lens. drove him, drove him yeah. to protest. Oh wow. Yeah. His, really? I think yeah. both of them did. 
Yeah, his mom drove him there. All right, Kyle, what are you going to do? Oh, mom, I'm going to get out and fuck shoot everybody. All right, lock Just watch out for the skateboards. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, like, I think that it's, it's different if, if you live these these kinds of lives and yeah it's just what you do yeah but if dude you seeing like there, raw violence happen it like it's fucked up and like no one knows what that's like unless they know what that's yeah. like or like i've seen it just in like just like a street fight it's where, way like, worse than it, you always think oh it is. dude it was like this is this isn't fun like this is fucked up so uh, i'll say i was going through the imdb page for this uh, documentary this morning um, every review is nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10. Yeah. I so love yeah. this. It so was, it was really good. And and everyone makes really good points. You know, it, it's very fair. It's very balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows the negatives. It shows the positives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was one review oh, that Jesus. was one out of 10. Oh, and it is exactly this type of person, the John Rambo that we're talking about. Um, like calling these guys all pussies. No, that's sick. Let I me, killed ten insurgents before I wake <laughs> up. Let me find it here and read it for you, because uh, my inspirations are John Wayne and no, John Motherfucking Rambo. You can tell it's the type of person that you know they they didn't really watch the documentary. They they think it's about something. So this uh, Jason Rizzo says. Oh, we're uh, really naming people. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> says, to Jason Rizzo. Yeah. Tyler oh, is not your buddy. Uh, that's his username, whether it's his real name or not. It says, Fair enough. That's a good point. He is a Rizzo. He might be so, connected to the mafia. His, uh, his reviews, the t- title is called One-Sided. So it says, the men I served with, both U.S. military and contracting, are and were good men who believed and lived self-sacrifice, honor, and courage. Many of us are now successful business owners L.E., whatever that means, and even two became doctors and many other successes. To say that we are big, dumb, murdering, knuckle-dragging soldiers that didn't amount to anything is not true. This is a, this one-sided documentary is BS. Don't feel guilty that most of you men are beta males and are cowards and don't put us down to make your weak selves feel better. I missed that part of the doc. But did yeah. you guys... So I first think, off, I think he's telling on himself a little yeah. bit. Yeah. First, I did not do gay stuff in Afghanistan. First off, that that's not what this doc was at all. No. Secondly, what the fuck? Secondly, basically like he basically, yeah, like Christian said, tells on himself at the very end where he says Hey, third, I just Okay, sorry. So, you so go, Tyler. Yeah. Don't feel guilty that most of you men are beta males. Like, so he's He's that John Rambo type of guy who, yeah. who wants to go over there and is is self-serving, even though he says, oh, this documentary calls us all self-serving. That's yeah. totally what this dude is. If you can go out and say, oh, you guys are saying this because you're beta males. Like, yeah. that's fucking that's so stupid. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the two dudes from his platoon that became doctors, do you think they were the medics <laughs> in the military? No. So they had prior medical experience. No way. It was the truck driver who became a doctor because that's a more fucking crazy story. Yeah. And this guy had alpha male experience. That's yeah. why he's a, yeah. not like, a beta male. Like that's the, the kind of like. He just saw the cover and he was know, like, fuck this. <laughs> I think the only part of this documentary that uh, uh, Mr. Rizzo watched was Gerard Butler reading. Um, yeah, the that, animation that, scene. That letter yeah. about. 
you know, the American soldiers, the British soldiers. Yeah. The, yeah. This fucking animated doc sucks. Like, it's not, like he watched it up until that not, point, blindly absorbing information like it was just a reality TV show. Clicks he, in for 30 seconds and then clicks that. back out. Yeah. yeah, and then he quits <laughs> He quits the doc. Yeah. We weren't blue. What the fuck is this? I don't know. If you're not willing to question your morals, motives, and ideologies, uh, and like ways of living, your structures of perceiving the world then you probably shouldn't pick up a gun because yeah. maybe you're wrong. Like maybe, maybe you fucked up. And if you're not willing to look at that, you did fuck up no, on well, that front. I blindly yeah. shoot some things and then figure it out. after. So I know you, yeah. I know you mentioned the name. Um, you're talking about video games, but Tom Clancy is the best military <laughs> author in the history of military authors. I would agree. I mean, I, mean, I his, have read his a couple books of are his fantastic. books. Yeah, Silly question. Is he still alive? No. no. Okay. He didn't die that long ago, no, though, was, like in the 2000s. Like, did he, yeah. like, he served in the military, right? Yeah, I think. Uh, did he? Yeah. I'm was pretty he sure he was in the military. Vietnam? Okay. I don't know if he was in Vietnam or not. Oh. He, he served like, in Da Nang. <gasps> he, he, he doesn't, like, uh, he may have books about Vietnam, but most of his books are, like, are, like, like Wars, modern, right? modern time. Yeah. Like, yeah. The one I read, uh, which was one of my favorites, was set in Africa. It was, like, hmm. um, Kind of like a, a special ops team going into to get a village and extract them f- away from the rebels, mm. um, which is right. really good. But cool, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, this doc was fair. That's that's not a good review. Would you yeah. watch it again? Like I would watch it oh, again. Yeah. Yep, I would show this to someone. Yeah, I would watch it for a second time with them to try and like be there as like a. Commentator and annotator. So yeah, this is why Coca Cola fucking sucks, man. Like, <laughs> enough with again? Coke for fuck's sake. They don't even talk about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, well this is like point. when Coca Cola went into Rhodesia. <laughs> I'm gonna be really suspect now if uh, if I get like a notification. No, Coke is on sale somewhere. Yeah, and then just our know, cease and desist. I'm down. No, they just like, want to poison get me. It from oh, there's a dissenting group against Coca Cola. Let's get them. These yeah. three guys. Yeah. If a guy shows up in a bright red and white suit, like oh, we're all dead. Oh, so like, is that plausible? This is totally fine. Well, to have the right red and white suit? Yeah, for no. sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> if you're working for Coke or McDonald's or anything like that, it's a gold suit. Yeah, man. Person. You haven't seen the... It's military uh, fatigue. Mc, yeah, you haven't seen that <laughs> uh, McDonald's Monopoly document. No, oh, dude. That's where I got that from. The, yeah, okay. No. So I think, yeah, if that's a, that's a good point though. Um, what were you going to say? I hope that you guys pick something? up on it. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. You're, you, all you said was that. I'm just point. fascinated with the Coke assassins and the bright red and white. Oh, so yeah, this is completely off topic and that's why I forgot. But um, to like political uh, election campaigns, you can have uh, analytics on who supports you at one time, given the campaign yeah. date. Coke has that. Is that believable that Coke has that? Why like, wouldn't oh, they? Yeah. Like, oh, like we know that there's like a small resistance to us in fucking Moose Jaw. A hundred oh. fucking percent, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. They, they track have, sales. And they have that kind of so, data. So a hundred, but they'd be like, yo, we lost fucking as personal sugar. As personal experience. Um, so again, we all, I think I've talked about it before. I owned a small takeout restaurant mm. and we'd go down to um, like our convention or whatever. And the Coke rep would be there. That, that deals with a lot. And, and they have numbers. They, they would show like, okay, you know, like Western Canada, this flavor does really well. Hmm. Eastern Canada, this is what's popular. 
So yeah, they hundred percent track. So with things like, um, your phone can hear you say squatty potty and then 20 minutes later, you'll get an ad on Facebook for squatty potty. If that happens to me tonight, I'm going to murder you. Squatty potty. Fuck you. So I think that that's completely plausible that that kind of information is tracked unless you've turned off those permissions of this, that, and the other app, which I don't think works anyways, because I have absolutely turned my location off before and I've gotten notifications for like, hey, how was your visit to Canadian Tire? Yeah, that's true. like, how the fuck did you know I was there? I specifically told you not to track me. No, they saw you on the CCTV camera. We know. So (laughs) we know. Is there like is that plausible to think that companies track dissension within a market? Hundred percent. I don't. Not. Yes. Not to this extent. Where where we said bad things and yes. Yes. No. Yes. 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 (laughs) But if Facebook bro, how much data? Okay, yo. About like, hey, there was twenty thousand posts after the like the, the Coke scandal. On Facebook. I don't think you can say shamazel anymore. So good, huh. good dodge. Scandal. Well done. <laughs> it's just Hebrew for scandal. <laughs> I, I don't think it is. <laughs> but so I, I think that, that that kind of information absolutely exists. It has to. Shoot. Sure. It has but, to for but, the simple fact that what do corporations care about the most? But Coke, you Coke is not spending money to listen to us. Trash Coke. Because they don't give a shit. No, not that. Not, I'm saying like no, local fucking Coke. like. Hey, we had an issue with getting sugar supply in this country. Oh, because yeah. of these people. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that that's not what we were talking about. Though. But like Coke would pay for the information to be given to them by Twitter for however many, uh, like if, if there was some kind of boycott of Coke. Oh yeah. Coke pays for the data to understand who, where, why, and how this. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 So that too, like if Coke has the money pressure and ability to do that, Governments absolutely have the money, ability, and pressure to do that. I would like to introduce you to someone called the NSA. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They so, like constantly <laughs> hit home runs. Yeah. So, like, that's, I guess, that's why this is unconnected because I don't know how to bring this back into talking about Shadow Company. But, well, that's think, a weird thought, though. I think we're almost done talking about Shadow Company. That's why it's awesome. Every time you go to America, just say semi whack shit around things that are probably recording you. <laughs> right. Because then you're just like, I don't know, let's see what happens. At the ATM, you're like, fucking, I'm I was just like, hey, Haley, uh, <laughs> Chairman Mao's not a bad guy. And yeah. they're like, whoa, what the fuck's this guy with the suit? And he's like, you need to come with me. And I'm like, bro, you were listening. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, shit like that, I think. <laughs> yeah. Or like, Trump's pretty cool. And you're like, what? Yeah. Biden's old. Just say wild things. And see, and I, and I don't think it's to that extent. Like, no, you know, I could yell bomb into my phone four times and nothing's going to happen. Probably not. No, but, but like statistically, a certain if, number. If, then if there was a, a far right um, Facebook group and mm-hmm. I went on and said, wow, I would love to bomb that building. Someone is 100% definitely monitoring that, that group or that yeah. message. Mm-hmm. Room. That's why I don't meet with my phone or any kind of recording device, I have the meeting out in the crop circle that I cut down the night before. Good call, doggy. In the nude. Yeah. That's why, that's why we've been doing that. How else do you know? I was wondering why we were doing that lately. Exactly. Okay. We're getting into the meeting. I missed the memo. I got the the invitation to Christian's random- You got the dick fight? Nude nude crop circle party. (laughs) Nude dissension party? Yeah, Yeah, the dick fight. It's like an invite, but for your dick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I realized that we're winding down, but one more point that was made to me about this. Um, if so against PMCs, if there was the opposite of that, which is 
a nationalistic draft Isn't it like the UN oh for the yeah. military like you're not like it's not a choice mm-hmm. you probably aren't going to get paid nearly as much there are probably no health benefits cuz i'm assuming that the draft happened in uh, the states, not Canada. It did, but draft. it was like, yeah, it, the, there was no Canadian draft for. Well, for the Second World War, you couldn't be like, "Nah, I don't want to go." They're like, "No, motherfucker, you're yeah. going." Right. So something like this conscription. It yeah. was called. If then. everyone is aware of that, the fact there could be conscription or a draft because a draft is a lottery. Conscription is like uh, different. It's like everyone goes unless yeah. you're in like a vital job, like you're in a steel mill in Ontario. You're not going but they're going to go down Still to like a skeleton or... crew. And, yeah. But anyway, so like a draft and a, a conscription. Yeah. If those things exist, does that potentially reduce um, wars? A hundred percent. Like I've heard that argument that it does because it makes your society as a whole, not like see just a maybe, lot more careful. Yeah. Because like they all have military training. So you're walking around the world being like, I'm going to be a nicer person because if I'm like, fuck you, Tyler, Tyler could be like some special forces dude. But, who's just going to beat the shit out of me. But I don't think it, a draft it. Cause that would draft be like is, yeah. mandatory military. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, so that's like Switzerland. I guess that's Switzerland better. has like mandatory. And we know how yeah, aggressive they all are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, the, I don't think the draft or conscription, Lowers. No, like knowing that there could be uh, such a thing, it no, wouldn't, it, it's, it wouldn't lower like Coca-Cola's pressure in Congo because if they go too far overboard and fuck with them, they're going to start a war and that maybe. involves the Coca-Cola CEO's like extended family. No, I don't think Have so. Have you ever seen that? Um, it's profits over everything. Yeah. They don't I, give a shit about I don't family. disagree, but I, I think that it would be valuable to, to examine that question further that against the rise of PMCs, if you limit and like hard line regulate those kinds of companies, um, but don't institute uh, a draft, um, I think that you would get, you would get one result. But then if you were to, to allow PMCs, but also have maybe like a one year mandatory military service, it's basically just like mm-hmm. national emergency training, but there's a draft. And if there's a war, you're going mm-hmm. for sure. Like if, if there's a war, you, we know that you've been trained and we will call you mm-hmm. to go. We're all too fat now. Well, this can, is, can the, happen. this is the change. This is why PMCs maybe are such a thing. I texted Mitch after, cause he's saying that he was watching it at the moment. And I was like, fuck, it is kind of crazy that there's more incentive to not be in the military. Um, that you would rather just pay that you're, you say you're a patriot, but you're not willing to bleed for your country. Mm-hmm. You're not a fucking patriot. You're a lazy pussy. So I think I think that the idea of a draft or conscription notice or even mandatory military service would make people more hesitant to be uh, conflict. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Globally. Yeah, I, see, I, I think and I that disagree. That, I think I think so. I think people with big business that like unethical business like practices they don't give a shit they don't care who goes to war but Uh, like they they would have an understanding of what military experience and training is like 
Yeah. They would have to undergo. And if you have the corporation that's like, we need to go to war and the, your society is like, no man, we know what that's like. Well, We're not going. The States is going to say, Coke, don't fucking do that because you're going to start really a goddamn war. Stop ripping on Coca-Cola. <laughs> but, <laughs> Excellency, I don't think that changes anything. Like you don't think Halliburton would no. have been more tightly regulated against fucking over the people that they steal no, oil bro, from? They just yeah. build nations, kid. No, We're I, building nations. For, for corporations, like, so it's, it's, money over, it's money over everything. Like, Well, so no, this is the point. That's what it is now, for sure. But I'm saying that a thing like a conscription draft or mandatory service would instill in companies and yeah, I don't think it would change anything. The governmental honestly. body to say Halliburton be more careful, hold them to a higher degree of ethics and practice because they're going to start a war in the Middle East. The Middle Halliburton. East- are going to snap back at some point because the people can't take it and you're going to start a war because it literally just happened in Iraq yeah. and Afghanistan. And now you're fucking, now your son's in the war. Now but your family's in the war. It's Halliburton not, would just pay more lobbyists. It's not about the family. Their it's, idea. it's about the government restricting companies. Yeah. And the business but, but that, that takes do. people's like takes money out of people's, Pockets in the government takes people. It does directly. And and they won't fly for that. Well, so maybe this is a part of the reason that there's a rise in PMCs lately in like the Iraqi operations, like the Iraq, the Afghanistan war anyways, is because there's not a a great trend of enrollment in the U.S. military because I looked it up before I got here. There's not. There have been more declinations in enrollment in the U.S. military since 85. There have been more years with reducing numbers of enrollment than there have been positive. Mm-hmm. More Damn. people are not joining the war, not even after 9-11. In 2001, that was a negative number. It was a declining value. In Whoa. 2002, it went up. And then in 2004, it went down again. Whoa. 2005, it was spiked up. And then for like three years in a row, it went down. So like even after an international affair, maybe that just but means- But I think the 2000 number- 2002 number reflects post 9-11 precisely yes yeah, so you could ride a, two, you could ride like well, a conflict th- for like two years but 2001 it, it wouldn't include 9-11 it would be too fresh yeah. i mean it well because september september is late still in the burning, year. i mean like it's a full quarter like they they have to bring to like business well i'm just no, i'm just saying yeah, like, no it's true statistically but, they would include september yeah, it's yeah. just like it's the later half of the year so the number influences but, necessarily small, but it, it could have been way down, like dramatically down. Right. The rest of the and year. then it, it could have gone September. Up. It goes way up. Right. So it could but have been then still, it's still down negative seven, like, uh, like 7% less than the previous yeah. year. And it went up to minus 4%. Yeah. I realized that, but in general from 85 to now, or at least 2018, there has been a decline mm-hmm. in, Military enrollment. Damn. There's been an increase in private military company presence in oh, places sure. where there's conflict, uh, like nice. say Afghanistan. So, like, does this not tell you something that, that people want more money? No, yeah. it means that the war is not just. The war is being oh, paid for. Uh, oh, I agree with that. If the war but, through the pe- this is what I'm saying. That yeah. if so, there's no draft. You don't have to go to war. Mm-hmm. You can choose to join the military you choose not to especially this is the kicker when you know what kind of conflict is going on mm-hmm. like not a lot of wars have been televised basically just this one in the gulf horn desert storm that's like 40 years of tv 
Not a lot of time. That's Four, one generation. Uh, yeah, maybe. Two, two military 35. generations, a 40-year-old and a 20-year-old, but the 20-year-old's not really mattering in this sense. There were 18-year-olds like sent overseas, 100%. But I guess what I'm saying is that there have been a, there's been a decline in military enrollment ever since military operations have been televised and PMCs have risen. So mm. not a lot of general public... Uh, like the, the general public citizens of North America join the military. There's been a rise in watching military shit on TV. And this war, it turns out a lot of people didn't fucking like, just like Vietnam. Like there was dissension amongst North Americans against Vietnam. They instituted a draft. They didn't do that this time because the war was super unjust. Really, really shouldn't have been there because they knew that their hands were dirty in the first place. This yeah. was a, this is a war over resources and racism. This has nothing to do. Like this is a civilizational clash. I guess what I'm saying is that like, if there was a draft, would this have gone on so long? Like, would we have fucked around so much? Cause this wouldn't have been a war over resources. Yeah. This would have been a real war. Like this is, would have been an ideological war. This is not a financial war or a land war or not a, a war of land, not on land. Yeah. All I'm saying is that like with a draft or conscription or mandatory service, would that quell international conflict? Because you know that there's, there's just less in it for you now. Yeah. So I don't think that changes countries' minds. So no. it, it changes our minds. The people in the country. Yeah. Yeah. It changes people. It doesn't change the people who lead the country. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, this is a part of like the media industry as well. Is that like, who, like, who, why are you putting out what you're putting out? Like, why is YouTube restricting what they're restricting? Why is Fox News, like, ticket, ticker uh-huh. taping what they're ticker taping? So. It's propaganda. Like, speak, it's, it's, it's hidden. Speaking of Fox News and propaganda, did you see the best one recently? So. I did not. Um, Biden did, like, a Veterans Day uh, speech. Mm. And he's going on and he's talking about Satchel Paige, who's, like, a, a black baseball player. I kind of thought He so. was a vet? No, I, well, he might have been. I, I'm not sure. I, I didn't really read it, but I just saw the clip that everyone's talking about. So okay. he's talking about Satchel Page, and Satchel Page played in the Negro Leagues. Right. So he said, this reminds me of, a, uh, it, I think his, his full speech said, a Negro League player. Nice. But <laughs> Fox News edited it. So it says, this reminds me of a Negro, Satchel Page. Nice. <laughs> so, but... Whoever did the editing was a terrible editor. So it's Biden raising his hand. His hand disappears, like dissolves away. So like you can tell it was cut and, and doctored for what he was saying. Like his hand is in front of his body and then just dissolves away. <laughs> Holy shit. He said the N word and can move yeah. space and time. His hand just disappears right on screen. That's that awesome. Like, it's like a sort of a hard cut yeah. in the middle of a press conference. No, it's, Man, even they, Fox they dissolved into it. They're not even trying. They're just yeah. like, fuck it, run yeah. it. Who gives a fuck? And yeah. Joe Blow South guy. <laughs> was yeah. like, oh my God, he said that. And Jesus. Then, and they're like, not even relying on the fact that his hand disappeared. Uh, holy Christ. But anyways, uh, shall we pick another sure. documentary? Let's pick one. And yeah. uh, this was a good doc. This it was, was good. So yeah. I like this. When, I if I saw this on DVD, I'd pick it up just when we, to have it. When we I think first it's cool. um, picked this one, I, yeah, I thought it was going to be way different. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, great. Another depressing war documentary. Yeah. yeah. It was not. 
I mean, there were some burnt bodies here and there. There was. So there was talking to someone today. I said, yeah, I said, it's good. It's not a depressing war document. There is a little bit of gore. Uh, you do see some dead bodies. Um, Charred up. Yeah. So Charred up. Yeah, this was from the yellow stuff, the yellow list. Um, I'm, I'm also, never, never hopeful for the yellow list. Hey, man. I Did you make the yellow list? No, yes. I think so. I think yeah. you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, this was good, though. This The yellow list seems like some weird FBI 50s thing that is like yeah. Jackie, well, like, or not Jackie Chan. Goddamn, Bruce Lee was on or something. Oh, Mitch, this is a 30 for 30. What is it? I can't tell you right yet. <gasps> Why not? Uh, yeah, no, it's Fantastic Lies. Fantastic Lies. Yeah, it's Fantastic about the, uh, the Duke University lacrosse team. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hmm. Is, is this a, feature length? Like, is this an hour uh, and a half? I will tell you in two seconds. These Come are on. about a bunch of kids who got accused of raping a yeah, lady. It's, it's Seriously? An, and they didn't, do, yeah. they didn't do the raping. So it's an hour and 42 minutes. So, so you'll really, it'll okay. really lighten you about like, man, the American media is really beautiful. Mm. Really gives a fair picture and a fair shot to you. Um, but before we go, I wanted to, uh, let me look on Reddit here. Um, well, that's cool. I don't think I've seen this one. I just kind of know a little bit about the case. I had a chat not chat but uh on reddit uh, so I, I made a comment on uh a post about dark days the uh the oh, documentary yeah. watch and yeah. i said i said oh we watch this for my podcast so everyone's like oh what's your podcast called uh and this user uh, gave me uh two recommendations for new movies to watch okay. that we will have to put on our list. Oh yeah. What are they? Um, let me find them. Oh, geez. There's a lot more. Oh, Oh yeah. So into eternity and girl model into eternity. Yeah. So the, uh, the user says, um, into eternity content is 10 out of 10. And girl model, girl model, the craft is ten out of ten. Oh yeah, so think, interesting. So in girl model, it's like a well shot documentary and well edited, everything like that. And uh, into eternity is very content driven. Mm. Cool. So man, a doc that like, um, like production wise, like uh, what did he just call it? Girl model. Yeah, style. No St- craft. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So cool. We'll add those to the list. Uh, and be back next week with uh, some more. And again, uh, if you're listening, jump on Anchor, send us a voice message, tell us uh, your name, where you're listening from, and uh, your favorite documentary. Yeah, uh, we'll add that to the uh, the intro. We will uh, watch it instead of hearing my stupid voice in the intro. Uh, hey, we were in this one yeah. this time, were we? Our yeah. stupid voices. I mean, you can lump <laughs> us in if you want. But okay. Well, so go do that, and uh, we'll be back next week with uh, Fantastic Lies. Yeah, yo. Later, guys.